Bonjour, Groovy Nation, and welcome back to the fifth episode. Wait, fifth? One, two, three. Fourth. Fourth. The fourth yes. episode of Gavin and Ruby go to a movie. Yes. Goodness. Back again. Back fourth again. Time. Fourth. Yeah, fourth time doing the, the, the little podcasting. Right now, we got some nice, chill late night vibes it's 12 a.m on a sunday it is. yeah this i put off watching the movies a lot so did you we so both did i them i both today, watched up or yesterday I hours guess. Ago. yeah yesterday out of five minutes ago so it's a lot later than normal but i'm feeling i'm feeling energetic as always i'm really not that tired yeah i'm feeling good well I, i'm a night owl a little bit so you know yeah no kidding okay yeah good you know because last week i think we were both a little down on energy i was told from the people who listened to it it was a pretty good episode though really okay good yeah good that's That's reassuring except for tro our friend really i'm i'm comfortable name dropping people now tro goes gavin i liked your new episode except you kept saying um wagner instead of wagner Dude, I don't care. Wagner, dude. That's a fair criticism. No, but listen, Wagner. Pronounced correctly. Uh-huh. Wagner was literally a Nazi. Like he practiced eugenics. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, he was like a founder of eugenics. Okay, then maybe you don't have to. So yeah, him. Wagner, Wagner, buddy, Wagner. Just for you, Tro. Just for you, Tro. Wagner. And I also like to address the rumors about um the ads. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so last episode, so if you didn't okay. catch it, I said there was going to be an ad in the middle, and um, guess what wasn't there? An ad. It yeah, just, an ad. So, it was right to us talking about how awkward it would be if there's not an ad. Yeah. There's in fact, not an ad. No, but listen, here's the thing. Uh, I, I, have to, I didn't set up the, pay, the payment thing. But once I set it up, there will be an ad on that episode. So this will be retconned. And I might even add an ad in the middle of this episode. And you'll I'm just get it. And you'll just get it. Bad deja vu. No, I feel no. like it's not going to happen You'll again. get it in the future. Okay? <laughs> okay. 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 We'll play it off better this time. Yeah. Right now, I'm drinking a bubbly bounce. A what? Bubbly bounce. Ba- you know bubblies? Like the sparkling water? Yeah. It's called Oh, the, okay. Yeah, it's called a bubbly bounce, caffeinated sparkling water. Triple caffeinated berry. Caffeinated sparkling water? Yeah. How do you even caffeinate water? It's 35 milligrams of caffeine. Does that taste awful? No, it's it's berry flavored. Triple triple berry. I'm w- drinking Waterloo sparkling water summer berry. I would oh highly goodness. recommend. It's kind of good. Berry sparkling water is so good. Although I like lime. Oh, dude. Water the best. Some lemon lime. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Harris Teeter it's brand. So good. In Harris Teeter interesting. I like bubbly. I like LaCroix too, which is kind of a hot take. LaCroix. People hate it. La- oh, sorry. LaCroix. La LaCroix. La <laughs> I can't get, get that like, if you French rock in this. Yeah, you'll know. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. If you are, uh, that was an impression of my teacher. I love you. You're my favorite teacher. I'm sorry, Mr. Martin, if he listens to this. 
I just I'm name dropping every which way. I gotta stop. I know, really. It's whatever. It's really fine. We do have I bet some. Neither of them. We do have some uh, foreign listeners, according to my How statistics so? app. Like um, non non South Carolinians or what? Non South Carolina. Well, you just revealed our location. Oh, but, sorry, okay. my bad. Yeah, that's. <laughs> We're trying just, to find us in the entire state of South Carolina. Yeah, the late night sure. vibe. <laughs> yeah, the entire state. No, um, we have a um over one percent Canada viewer listener base. No way. Over one percent Australia. 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 That's right. Okay. Uh, over one percent Germany, and. Over one percent France. Now that's interesting because they like you, this one. If you notice, I open this this podcast out by saying "bonjour," and mm-hmm. you know why and that, that would is? Scare every French listener away. Yeah, if that one percent is going to go to zero percent. Be qu- be you know quiet. it's true. Okay. Right. Why did I say bonjour? On. Why did I say bonjour, Ruby? <laughs> you said bonjour because we have some French. Especially late samurai, but Out Eternity's Gate is also has a French vibe because it's Van Gogh. Yeah, Van Gogh, Van Gogh, Van Gogh, Van Gogh. Okay. Yeah, Uh, Ruby's audio is a little glitchy, so sorry about that. Is it actually? Yeah, my Wi-Fi's been so bad today; it's insane. Yeah, it's been glitching a little bit, but you know it's all right. We're gonna keep pushing through. But let's, okay. let's now, uh, that's, this is a terrible segue, but let's just get into the French movies. Um, let's start, let's start with Les Samurai. Now, when you hear the name Les Samurai, what do you think of? You think of samurais like Japan and stuff right. and, all, and all that culture. Um, but no, this is a French movie, purely French. It's, Part of the French New Wave. It is um, in the sixties. Let me look. Let me look this up. It is directed by Jean Pierre Melville. I, I hope I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. that right. In nineteen sixty seven, it stars Alain Delon, who is in um, other uh, Mel- Melville movies. And he's also right. he's he's done some other, yeah he's 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 pretty popular French new wave act actor pretty prominent for the time, and this movie it's this was my recommendation this week, it's about a hitman who is who gets caught, but not yet yeah. and, he, and he's getting chased, he's trying to, he's getting hunted down, but yeah that's basically the premise of this movie it's a pretty simple premise for a pretty i don't know if i would say complex movie and we'll talk about that now the first i've heard about this movie before but what really pushed me to want to um watch this one for the podcast was trip my friend trip trip carrington shout out he's actually gonna be on the next episode folks i'm revealing that right now ripping the band-aid off Trip Carrington. Very excited. Yes. Gavin all the way from California. All the way from California, yeah. But he gave this movie a five stars and he was saying that I should watch it. So I was like, okay, I got this podcast now. I'll watch it. 
And I didn't know much about it. I thought it was going to be more of a um, Clint Eastwood style Dirty Harry, which Dirty Harry is one of my favorites of all time. I I think I've said that before. More gritty violence um, imagery everywhere, popping visuals. But no, this movie is pretty... And this is not, I guess, not a bad thing for right now. We'll talk about it later, I guess. But this movie is pretty dull. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not like high action, super violent at all. No, the camera. Yeah, Yeah. the camera stays pretty static for most of the movie in most of the shots. Like slight pans. It's very calm, I guess, but still a little. Yeah. No, the filming and the general like vibe of it is calm. And then the characters themselves, specifically the hitman, is also very calm, which is like a big part of his personality. Yes, it's a very big part of his personality. But also the whole movie is about how this hitman he's like depressed. I don't know. And that Yeah, he's lonely. He's lonely. Like the samurai. Like the, the movie opens with like a poem and it's like the loneliest person is a samurai which is interesting so that sets the tone for the movie but here's so the whole movie is about this hitman who feels super lonely and the only way he can fulfill his life is through killing people exactly yeah but here's my thing with this movie i don't think i'm getting right into it I don't okay. think it does too well of a job. It's very subtle, but I got I got it pretty easily. But it doesn't do too well of a job of showing that loneliness. Like, yes, we get it. He has a bird in a cage as a pet. He's literally right. He's literally shutting himself off from everything. We get it. He feels yeah. like a bird in a cage of the world of society, but. It's just, just, it's not good. It's just not, I'm not going to say it's not, okay, it's, it's good, but it's not just, it's not amazing. It's, it's pretty dull. No, I agree that his loneliness wasn't really, I didn't really see it because I thought the bird in the cage thing was pretty on the nose. Yeah. Like you really don't have to do much thinking with that to be like, oh, wow, that's like, just like him. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I agree that the loneliness, I think that could have, it had potential to be more interesting because it's a good concept, like yeah. a lonely hitman who's kind of depressed, but they, I don't think they fully definitely like conveyed. And that sadness. Yeah. lonely hitman who's depressed, look no further than in Bruges, 2007 or 2008 with Colin Farrell, which is an amazing movie. About this hitman who's depressed, and he deal he deals with killing and murder in a more um, meaningful way than this movie ever does. It's right two very different movies, I will say, but the same concept. And this movie um, went on to inspire a lot of the other, um, I guess you would even say, male manipulator films like Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, drive with these isolated um, male characters, and I feel like out of those, I know it, it, 
even inspired them. I, I can't really see how it inspired them because the acting, in my opinion, at least, is just not good. And it doesn't show off the range of emotions that's needed. Yeah, no, I'm conflicted because I actually did think the acting was pretty good. Nah, I think I just the way that the character, the way that the character had so, like he was almost so calm that he had virtually no other personality. Like there's just no, he was just like a nobody pretty yeah, much, yeah. which I guess is the point. Which I guess but is like, the point. But like it's hard to feel connected to anything at all that he does or like him or see his loneliness when he's just like, like and there's also not very much dialogue in this i don't know if we've already mentioned that it's a pretty quiet movie there's it's it's, just hard to really which i actually like that it's pretty quiet it's just generally it's hard to like really why not it doesn't work for me because you got this the first 40 minutes is literally just it's so boring it is. It, like, it is. I wasn't sure if it was boring or if it was just a drag for me because I was watching it right after watching At Eternity's Gate. So I wasn't sure if I was just like burnt out. Yeah. But it was kind of hard to get through. It was. Oh, my God. I, I took a little nappy nap. I'll be honest. That first 40 minutes. It's, yeah, I, I, I fell asleep, that, too. Yeah. I get that it's trying to be a little confusing with uh, like, oh, what's going on? What's the backstory? But it it's just it just ends up being tedious and boring. Like it could have been cut out of the movie. And I guess it's supposed to be a metaphor about what well, what happens is these inspectors are trying to catch the killer of um this bar owner or something, and they line up a bunch of guys who are all dressed in the same suits and stuff. And among them is the main guy. And I guess it's about how there are. Uh, similar people out there or something but it was just really dry in my opinion yeah i kind of i did kind of like it though something about it visually i liked i i think that part wasn't the most boring to me i think i do agree yeah yeah um it it wasn't like the not like i oh overall like i did like the movie but I agree that I feel like there could be, I just feel like there's more potential. For there's it to be even there's so much more there. potential. Like Taxi Driver does it like 10 times better. And you want to talk about like movies where the protagonist really doesn't talk. I mean, Drive, Drive, which was inspired by Taxi Driver, which was inspired by this. But Drive does it so much better. And you, you because the acting from Ryan Gosling in that movie he actually like does things this guy uh, this famous guy I, I don't know why he's heralded as such a good actor and this is like this is his best performance he literally you can put on a blank face right and you can put a blank face on wrong and i think he's putting a blank mm-hmm. face on wrong really i yeah. think he kind of pulled off the blank I, for what he was i don't enjoy that he was kind of stuck in that personality of having to always have the blank face but sense of the way it was like I feel like he did a good job with what he was given maybe but you don't yeah I don't I don't like the writing and I don't like the acting the story is just it's it's not interesting to me I was like well maybe I should have lowered my expectation well I, I I I don't even know my expectations were pretty high going in and maybe I shouldn't have assumed it was going to be like a Clint Eastwood type movie. Cause whenever I hear people describe this movie, 
people always say that it's cool. The, yeah, I, I, I read that a lot. Yeah, I read that a lot too. And I would not say that this movie's cool. It doesn't feel really? cool to watch. No. I like I mm, I kind of thought it was, at least visually. Like I like I like the like him getting on the metro and stuff. I'm just I think I'm just like I like Paris. Like I like old looking Paris. I like and Paris just the vibe too. of it. I don't know. I don't it, know. I kind have an interesting I kind of do see it as cool. I don't I kind of see cool. what they're I'm surprised by your review of this, Gavin. I thought you were actually gonna like this one. I it has such it. good reviews. And yeah, the, I know. And, and I thought this, you were gonna like it. The score is so good. That's why I will the score is the best part of the movie for me, honestly. Yeah. And then I like the one shot where I'm not gonna spoil what's happening. We'll do a quick spoiler section because there really doesn't need to be a huge spoiler section. But um yeah. he he gets he's being followed and he runs down the metro walk lane and it's a it's a static shot and it looks great yeah i like that one a lot yeah but i I, i'd overall say and it's it's not even like dull in a jean dealman way you know (laughs) i haven't seen that one in so long but yeah no i agree jean dealman is so good but jean dealman has like purpose behind everything and and has multiple like different meanings and interpretations you could take away from every single scene in that movie. But Lay Samurai just feels a little too static. It literally looks like it looks like TV static. That's kind yeah, of the color pal- palette of this movie. It is. It's a very it's dull looking too. Like yeah. dull feeling and looking. It's just uninteresting to me. I'm I would say I think overall I have a more positive outlook on it than you do, but I also like I didn't love it. Yeah, I, the, the dullness was too far in some points. So it was just oh, like sure. boring. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it it really was. Um, things I like about this movie, I like the score. I I do. I think I still though I've criti- though I criticize. I think I do still like the core idea of the lonely hitman. Yeah, the lonely for sure. guy and how that's showed between his interactions with the jazz singer who's a character in the movie and the prostitute as well. But overall, right. I I really do find this movie fairly uninteresting. Um interesting. I'm so surprised. I honestly, I thought you were gonna like like it more than it. Yeah, should pause for this. But um, yeah. Also, the cinematography, and and even like in Dirty Harry, uh, Clint Eastwood, one of my favorites. Repeat. There are some like very static. Sh- there's there's some moving shots, of course, because it's an action movie. But there are a lot of static shots. Like, the middle of that movie, what happens is Clint Eastwood's, uh, he's trying to find a hostage, and he's going around mm-hmm. to different phone stations. There's a lot of static shots of him just running, and you can, and it feels tense, but when you're watching this movie, and you're watching him walk around in his big trench coat, you just don't get that. Yeah. No, I agree. I didn't, it was definitely not there. 
for me. I was never really on edge about anything at all. Yeah, because the whole chase thing was just so uninteresting to me. Yeah, no, I agree. Ugh. What would Anyway, you, are we, yeah, what would yeah, you let's rate just it? move on the ratings. This might even be a shorter episode because I thought I had more to say about this, but it's Yeah, really I've just... kind of, I don't have much at all because it's dull, so there's not much to pull from it. I mean, there there is, I guess, in the lonely metaphor, but it never really goes True. further past that. We'll have a little spoiler section after this. Yeah. Um, but Ruby, what would you rate it? I would probably give it, I would give this like a seven. I feel like a six or Oh a seven. my goodness. I'm like a seven closer to a six, probably. I'm at a five closer to a six. Really? I'm at a five. Dang. It's really just uninteresting to me. I do like the ending though, kind of. Yeah. Which Well, I guess we should. skip ahead. I mean, I, I don't think you have to I would not recommend this movie. Yeah, I I mean would say. maybe I would if you're like in the classic. I mean you're like looking at the classic cinema. I, I I'd recommend checking this out. But really it's just uninteresting. No, I agree. Yeah. So Okay. skip ahead to At Eternity's Gate, a far more interesting movie, in my opinion, Yes, at least. and I have more interesting commentary on that than I did for this, so. All right. All right. Interesting. But go ahead. Skip ahead. I would recommend skipping ahead. Um, you probably even skipped ahead already because we, we sounded so dull when we were talking about this. Because, oh, my Yeah. God, this is such a dull movie. It really is. It's hard to be enthusiastic about anything about it. Yeah. Anyways, let's get on the spoilers. So what happens at Yes. the end is he's being chased a lot um, by the the police and what have you. And he goes Right. up to his, um, he's, what even happens? He like goes to the prostitute's house and he, Yeah. and he's like, do And you then care about me or something? And then she's like, not really. And then he, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to make someone care about me. So he, he has a empty gun Oh and he, yeah, yeah. he goes into the bar and he threatens to shoot the jazz singer who's, who he's been having like a on and off. What's going on? You saw me kill him, but you're not reporting me. And he says Right. that I have to kill you because he was told. Which I guess is an interesting capitalism critique. That's Yeah. one. That's one thing I didn't bring up in the first half that I I do like about the movie. It is an interesting critique of capitalism and how everything is just so dull and gray, and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Which is because, wow. like, I looked, I'm sorry, I looked up what, um, like, samurai means, because it's like a Japanese warrior, but it also has, like, a meaning, and it means to serve, which I guess makes sense with, like, there's a lot of, like, I feel like power dynamic in this, like, who is serving each other, I don't know how to, Oh exactly yeah, that's how an to put in it into words, that is but. an in Oh yeah, that's an interesting. I like that. I didn't think about that. That's pretty clever. Yeah, no, it is pretty <laughs> good. I thought. yeah, it is that is a pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. oh yeah, oh Yeah. yeah, Oh uh, okay. yeah. Um anyways. No. Uh yeah, but capitalism critique, always love to see it. I am I'm far left. Uh, so love to see it. 
because the right always characterizes communism as like dull gray, dull gray. Nobody's happy, but that's really what capitalism is. So yeah, no, true. You're just you're just serving the man, and I, I'm I'm gonna defend myself for any maybe parents watching. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, not talking about Russia. I'm not a communist. I'm not talking about Russian communism. I'm not talking about um, Castro communism. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about Marx. Okay. I'm, I'm, I hope I don't get into hot water for this. I know. I feel like you're taking yourself into a hole here. I think I am, but it is an interesting capitalism critique. And yeah. For sure. Um, but he he loads the gun with he doesn't even load the gun and he threatens to kill her, and then the police fo- he knows that the police are following him there and they shoot him dead, and he dies knowing that, like I guess he meant something to someone. I that's, guess that's what I got from it. Who did he mean something to though? I guess the jazz singer or the the piano player. That's what she did. She was a piano yeah, she, player at the jazz bar. Right. Yeah. So I don't. How how did he mean something to her though? I That's well, what I don't. He didn't mean anything to her, and he didn't. He didn't mean anything to her, but he want. He was so kind of like Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Um, uh huh. He wanted to. He wanted he wanted to mean something to someone else so much that he he was like, "I'll hurt, I'll like I'll hurt myself for you." Yeah, actually, that's kind of true. Yeah, because I was thinking he, he was just was tired of it. Yeah, no, like he, of being tracked I, down by the police and just wanted to like. I think die. he was tired of it, but he also wanted to mean something. I think. He wanted his True. life to have a greater purpose than what. True, already yeah. Because yeah. he could have just like killed himself alone. Exactly. If he didn't purr. And that dull, that dull apartment with the bird who keeps going. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was driving me apartment. insane. That was driving me insane. Dude, let the bird out of that cage. Actually. Yes, exactly. I know it's a metaphor, but uh, break your meta- mix your metaphors a little bit. Yeah, okay, it's like there's a, that's a poem, right? It's like. The caged bird sings. It's like my Angelou. Go ahead, creative writer. I think. Okay. Recite it I right remember now. I, I actually did recite word. it in sixth grade. Really? Did you have to do that? It was in this. I am I not. Know, oh, I am drag? not. In we had to recite I'm... poems, and I had to oh, recite horror. Did you have L or M? I had L. Oh, unlucky! I had M. I did like, really? I did like spaghetti. Mine was it was like a shell spaghetti. So we're, we're we're nostalgia dumping. It was like yes, there's spaghetti up to my something. Spaghetti up to my toes. Spaghetti up to my chairs. Spaghetti up to my nose or something like that. It was a shell Silverstein one, and my teacher what? was laughing. Yeah, and yeah, I would be too. Yeah, she spaghetti also up to your toes. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's shell Silverstein, man. Um, okay, no, yeah. and we also my whole thing in sixth grade we're not even talking about lace samurai anymore i don't even care that no, this is all a, yeah this is much more this is much more interesting in sixth grade <laughs> yes. 
anyone who who was at our school in sixth grade knows that I was a huge Shrek fan. And that was my whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so in class, we analyzed All Star. Oh, God. Legitimately. <laughs> and I, I was freaking out. And at the end of the class, my teacher, who I love, um, she played it. And I screamed those lyrics like it Oh, was... I can, like, envision that too, too okay, well. Okay, shooting stars, break the oh world. My God. And my voice was so annoying. This, oh. oh, my God. God, that sounds traumatizing to everyone in that class. Yeah. But anyway, he, wow. it, it, it was kind of me wanting to mean something to my class. Truth. <laughs> like I mean, I'm sure People still remember that. Yeah, yeah sure there's people. a good connection. I'm sure that really, <laughs> yeah, text really changed everyone's lives. Yes, right. exactly. No, I'm sure it was much more interesting than my... I remember I was so nervous. I was, did you get oh, oh god, it was horrifying. With your, with your I'm sure side I did. part? Oh god, yes, my side part. My I was sixth grade was not actually I cut my hair really short in sixth grade, so I probably had my shoulder length hair side part. Probably wearing a striped shirt and like skinny jeans. That was my Ooh. look. It was so really bad. Cool. It was so bad. My school, no. my school look has not changed in five <laughs> years. You stay consistent. I stay That's consistent. Inspiring, right? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, honestly, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with consistency. You just well, and Lay Samurai, he consistently <laughs> goes consistently through his what? day Kills walking people? around. Yeah, killing oh, people. True. And that kind of gets to him and it kind of ruins his life. And it's a metaphor for capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have anything really else deep. to add about spoilers for Lay Samurai? I'm so I don't sorry. think I do. Any no, Lay Samurai was... yeah. Sam- right fans out there, um, please don't be offended. Um, yeah, we're just gonna I swear, lose all of our listeners after I, this. This is the beloved movie. Everyone loves this. Yeah, it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Dude, I don't pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes. No, I don't either. But I just, no. just I saw the hundred and I was like, oh my god, people really hundred? like this one. Hundred, 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 hundred. <laughs> um, no, but well, please don't hate. We have a lot of other good opinions in our other episodes, except for eight and a half. If you like, if you like Lay Samurai, you definitely like Eight and a Half. So don't yeah, don't listen to that one. Don't listen to that. You one. won't like our Eight and a Half opinion either. We do like that movie. Yeah, I didn't. But it's just that not. One. It's just a little a masterpiece. Mm, Anyways, five yeah. out of ten, closer to a six. Yeah, seven closer to six for me. Yeah, yikes! But anyway, on to Eternity's at Eternity's Gate. At Eternity's Gate. Yeah, we we just. We're done with Lay Samurai. We're getting yes, into that some is in the past. Interesting. Act- well, this my is my recommendation. Yes, Ruby's recommendation. Um, this is not a fully French movie. This was. It has a bunch of American actors in it. Yes. So it's just French, like because it's Van Gogh. It's and Van it's like Gogh. set in France. Yeah, and it's, it's sp- set in France, right? Yeah, and they speak some French. Truth. So that's that. It is about then then oh, um 
<laughs> Do not say it like that. I'm, that's how yeah. that's how they say in the movie. Yeah, they say it in the is? movie. They go Ben Oh. Ben Ben Oh. That's just, <laughs> it feels like wrong. Ben, oh. Ben, oh. I, I feel like I'm gonna offend French person listening to this. No, you're ben, fine. Oh. We're not we're not gonna really? get canceled. We might get canceled for my opinions though. No. Probably. If you're listening to this and you're capitalist, I'm fine with you. You're chilling. Um, at at Attorney's Gate stars Willem Dafoe as Ben Hoch. Um, it's directed mm-hmm. by Julian Schnabel, uh, who also directed a movie about Basquiat. Basquiat. I think it's Basquiat. Basquiat. Which has David Bowie. I and love Jeff. him so. I need to watch that one. It's Although a really good movie. Really? It's, no, it's really okay. good. Okay. Um, it has David watch. Bowie in it, who's the goat. Yes. Isn't I, he I, Andy Warhol in it? Yes. Wait, yeah. Who I also love. It's awesome. Okay. Anyways, check that out. Maybe it'll be on a future episode. Great movie. Um, yes. But Ruby, since this is your pick, why don't you introduce this movie? Okay, how so? You just said what it's, it's about Van Gogh. It's about Van Gogh, but describe the situation. He's nearing the end of his life. It's his final, he's, yeah, it's the end of his life. Um, One could say he's it's at kinda, Eternity's Gate. Whoa. All right, Ruby. So what, why, don't you, why don't you start? Go ahead, tell your opinions on the movie. Okay, so first, okay, I'm going to start with the cinematography of it because I was reading a lot of very mixed oh. reviews how this was filmed. <gasps> Me so personally, good. I love the way it was filmed. It's so, so Terrence it, Malick. It's, yes, exactly, and I think that's why I like it. It feels like you're right there like in the scene. It's like, because sometimes it's even from Van Gogh's like, own POV. Yeah, and it does it's this... Like a, it does this cool thing where it's like a blur, like the bottom half of the screen is like blurry. Did you notice that? No, I didn't actually. No? The bottom half is blurry? Look, no. Like, look, like it's always like, maybe it's just my TV. I don't know, but it was it's like blurry and it's cool. <laughs> no, maybe I just wasn't noticing. That is cool. No, I hadn't noticed that. I just noticed. It's also like we had talked about like static shots, Ice MRI. Not very many static shots in this no, one. This it's movie... always moving. But when there Which are like static shots, it's really nice. It's meaningful, yeah. It's I notice the static shots are usually, I don't know what is considered a spoiler for this because it's just his life. It is really just like, his I mean, life. I guess the later we, segments we can. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, all I'm saying is that when it's when the camera's more still, it's on a more important moment. So I guess I won't mention yet, even though I feel like everyone I, everyone knows. Anyways, point is. Yes, it kind of feels like a vlog, which I really enjoy. Like it, it's like casual. It's just like, oh, you're there, you're watching Van Gogh. Yes, it's a Van Gogh vlog. Van Gogh, fam. Don't actually, Van Gogh vlog. My bad, sorry. Hit like and subscribe. But I really like that a lot. I would definitely drop a subscription. Like honestly, like I cut I my feel- ear off at three a- three a.m. and called <laughs> Baldy's Basics Five Nights at Freddy's real. Gone wrong. Real. Not fake, not clickbait. My sister walked in? <laughs> oh my god. No, she would be something about his brother. His brother, like, yeah. Best friend. Yeah, that, that, oh my god, I was, 
I, I didn't even realize it was his brother like that, but Anyway, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, either. We'll get into that later. Anyways, major fan of how this was filmed. Oh, it's beautiful. I know that, yeah, I feel like that, like, oh, it was so good. It was so good. There's and a I like visually. There's a lot. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. There's a lot of shots Just of Willem Dafoe. Yes. Just like. Yes. It, existing. And it's it's really in, endearing, I guess. Yes. Because he's and got. There's a lot of him. Going got, through like nature and stuff, yeah, and which it's, I it's yeah. just visually really pretty. There's many scenes in the movie where it's just him walking through nature, and painting and looking and being just astonished at the beauty. Yes, and, but then knowing the fe- the fear because Will Nafoe has such a distinct face. He was what a perfect choice to play Van Van Gogh for sure. For um, sure, he has such a distinct face, and he can show off such a range of emotions. It really captures Van Gogh. I'm gonna Van Gogh's. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stop saying that. Van Gogh's okay. like very um, let's say an inconsistent emotional state. Right. And For sure. And kind of going off of that. Um, I thought like one of the major like themes was mortality in like gen general because so out of turnity's gay i don't know if you already know this if i'm like it's a woman's it's a this to you. It's yeah a exactly and so it, it has the old man and he has like his head in his hand yeah and stuff. he's crying looking very dis- distressed yeah and it's was painted like right before van gogh died and i feel like that general theme is throughout the entire movie of like i don't know just general mortality how like he mentions at the start he's painting these like flowers and he's like real life flowers die but like the ones in my painting you know yeah forever i think that's just a general theme throughout the entire thing yeah time and aging mortality right and even at the beginning it show it takes like a long like three minutes of just the camera operator walking through a field of dead sunflowers which one van if in case you don't know Van Gogh, I, you, you, yes. you probably should. Um, one of his most famous paintings is of sunflowers. So that, that contrast is, it's very striking. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of dialogue in this movie, surprisingly. There's a lot of moments, of, and this is different from Les Samurai. Not that the whole point of these podcasts is to compare the two. But when we're talking about right. use of silent moments... Uh, this this film uses those silent moments much more effectively and intersperses it with um, some great dialogue sequences for with sure. performances. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought the dialogue was, yeah, I just thought that overall like performance of it was really really good. Yes, the presentation was just excellent. Oh, and it's not my first time watching this, but. Yeah. Yes, this is my first time, and I thought it was going to be your first time watching it because you did not write a review. I on did it. not log it. I was I, misled. But yeah, it's okay. Um, you said it had been a while, though, right? It had like been a 20, while, probably since 20, 2019. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So this was a good refresher, and I hadn't seen any Malik at that point. So got it. Yeah, no, it's to. like a different perspective for yeah. sure. And this is the this isn't even Malik's cinematographer. It just takes a lot of inspiration. 
yes which i love anything yeah in that style i feel like i would i just love yeah um and there's some very interesting just choices in directing like there's one part where it's a conversation between him and his brother but there's it's they're having the same conversation like delayed in the scene and and they're the frames are overlapping on each other and fading in Oh, and fading yeah. out. I really liked that part. It was a little hard to understand what was going on, but I really liked how it was presented. Yeah, Um, I thought he was just like that he had his ear was gone by that point, right? Yes. I thought he was going just like hallucinating or something from that. Or No. not necessarily hallucinating, but just like out of it because his I don't know. I think he's I think he's out of it for the entire movie really. Well, oh Um yeah, well for sure, but especially after cutting off his Yeah. ear. I just I I thought it was just inter I I thought it was just interesting directing and, and maybe to represent his mental state and how he's dividing, I guess and I I don't even know. Right. But it's really fantastic. Um what are some other highlights of the movie that I I don't feel like spoiling? other highlights Uh, when he comes up to a woman on the road, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he he he's just been released from a mental hospital. He comes up to a woman on the road, and he goes, "I I want to drive. I want to I want to paint a picture of you." Ah, yeah. Would you mind lying down, please? That's my awful Willem the phone impression. Actually, yeah it's not yeah that bad. It used to be pretty good, but worse yeah it's it's fallen off. it's not it could be worse it could be worse um but and then he like force he he get, he starts getting really physical and forcing her to get into position which is so interesting cuz he talks so much about nature and beauty and just painting what he sees and trying to right show what he sees to other people but it's so interesting how he just like pushes her in that moment specifically he never does anything like that again But it's just an Exactly. interesting moment. I haven't done too much research into the what's true in this movie and what's not. Um, Me either. I've done a little bit of the ending. Yeah, we'll talk about the I don't ending. know if you, but Um, and we'll this, get we'll into talk that about later. the spoiler section. Yeah, we'll get into the later. He also, he lashes, this is justified though, he lashes out on those kids that come and like mess with him when he's painting in nature. Like they have like a Yeah. teacher or something. But anyways, that's when he also, he kind of gets aggressive with them, but that's fair enough. And then he like goes after that one kid and everyone, all the adults like come and beat him up. literally Right? story Am of my I remembering life that yeah right? you're you're remembering and then he gets Story sent of to your life. and then he gets sent to the mental hospital story of my life Right. um soon to be um yeah so van gogh Uh, okay. Yes, then go. no but very well acted we haven't even mentioned oscar isaac in this movie who plays um what's his name he's another painter guy Another, oh, the G one. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. I know who you're talking about yes the one uh who prompts paul him to cut up his ear. goggin goggin Yeah, yeah right, goggin goggin. i know paul goggin yeah Yeah, and yeah. i i don't even know if they had did they have a real friendship i guess so but um I guess so. It was enough for him to when he left for and go to because cut his ear cut off. off his ear yeah 
but not really. He cut off. And actually, only cut off his earlobe. Um, oh, oh my god! But they have this relationship, and they there's one scene where they're out on the field and they're peeing together and they're painting. Yes, each and they're other talking about different like uh, yeah, that was like artistic perspective. Nice that's a nice little bonding guy scene. Yeah, and then like then they meet at this like bill. I don't know what what it is, but they, this building they have a huge. De- a debate about art and Goggins leaves him. Yeah, when he's in this obviously very very manic state, which is dude, right. douchey. Yeah, mood. I was kind of messed up. Very du- much du- douchey move, man. Come on, and then go in order to I guess show G- Goggins that he understands his um artistic perspective he cuts off his ear and he tries to get it to him right and there's a great yeah. scene where it's two static shots of um what even is he the guy that he i was wondering to. the same thing just like a he's doctor talking to this guy but i don't know what his role is probably he's talking to a doctor I about think so. him cutting yeah. off his ear and it's great it's two static shots back and forth in the center yeah, exactly that's and, what I meant earlier with the static, like the static when it's used, yes. it makes like more emphasis on what's being said, which I love. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, what else is? I just I do want to go over more highlights of this movie. Do you have any more highlights to bring up? I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think. What are do you have more highlights? I'm trying to think right now. I did just watch. Oh, me too. I um, just watched this like four hours ago it's not mm. yeah just very beautiful moments and Willem Dafoe is such a fantastic actor yeah um, that was a anything. perfect casting perfect it was casting. like it couldn't be any better yeah uh I should take notes but no that would take too long oh the priest scene there's a scene oh yeah, yeah, yeah. in between um a priest and uh, the pre there's a priest at a mental hospital and that van right. goes at and he the priest is trying to decide if van Gogh should be let go and they have this whole debate about like art and god and what god's plan and stuff and personally it, it did feel very t- terrence malick in that way and discussing yeah. god and um his or her there grace i'm not religious of any sort <laughs> of any sort yes. but you know like to keep it like that uh yeah all inclusive love okay inclusive yeah no it was kind of so true so true it was kind of like i wasn't really i don't know i feel like there wasn't that many religious tones before that and then it was like whoa yeah. right there in your face but i liked and i liked that i thought it was and, really interesting and again the static shots Yes, again, whenever it's like those important conversations, that's yeah. when it's static, which is so smart. Uh-huh. And the ten, and it's like ten minutes, and I, I was engaged throughout. Exactly. Yeah. Clothes are ugly and stuff. It's the priest is played by Mods Mikkelsen, who was also a pretty famous actor, and he he's only on screen for like ten minutes, and he and he steals the show. He's great. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. What a, it's just a great movie. One. My only criticism of this movie 
mm-hmm. would be the ending, at least in my opinion, which we'll talk about in like five seconds. Yeah. Actually, no, we don't even, let's not even do a spoiler section. Yeah, there really is. It's just his life. It's not really like it's just his life. To his life. Um, but yeah, okay. I would suggest. I don't. I, we we haven't given away enough moments to where you would not be shocked or like engaged by this movie. You really should go check this one out. Um, For sure, I would highly recommend. I highly recommend. It's My so only good. criticisms are, I don't like the. There's the one girl in the movie. Who I whose acting was really bad. I don't know who she was, but she was I like who she his, who? his friend. Oh, it's like Gabby or something. So, I, with G, I, right? I don't even know. But she I know was who you're talking she about. was bad at acting. I don't like her. She felt very out of place. Yeah, she she obviously just wasn't really very memorable. Neither of us could even really yeah. know who she was. So and yeah, then the no, ending. Let's talk about it, because I still don't know how to yeah. feel about it. I didn't know how to feel about it the first time um, I watched, and I still don't. Um, so, in case you didn't know, it's very it's commonly theorized that Van Gogh committed suicide. Exactly. And Ruby, yeah. why don't you explain what happens in th- this movie's ending? Yeah, so this movie takes a different approach that he did not commit suicide. He was struck by a bullet by these other these two like kind of younger boys who were messing around and then they shot was it intentional or not was it an accident that they just shot and then he was in the way i'm not sure um i'm not sure whether or not intentionally or not but basically that he not commit suicide that one of these other like guys shot him and then he died later on but that it was not self-inflicted yeah but which is an interesting take yeah and and he describes him as looking like a buffalo bill yes like a old western and he's in the kid is dressed up in a western thing and here's what i was thinking and now i don't even know if it's a criticism because i just thought about this is this I guess it's a metaphor for suicide. Where I don't think it's supposed to be literal that this kid in a cowboy suit came up and killed Van Gogh. Is right. it the director saying that the West is killing art? Whoa. That like, is a leap. Like America is I mean, killing art. Hmm. That, that's actually, that's an interesting take. Because I wouldn't have thought of it that literally, you know? Yeah. But that's... Hmm. But in America, we at least here, I mean, we had the Van Gogh experience come near us. Yes, um, I saw so many Instagram posts from that. Yeah. And I ate them up. Ella, I love them. Ella, gotta yes. mention her again. Shout out, we got a name drop every single episode. Got a boothing. Yeah. Um, absolutely shout out. She went, she posted... It was awesome. Yes, love. So it's so like aesthetic. I just love it. <laughs> Literally. Every time they just never get old. I saw so many and I loved every single one. Right. They're just too it's good. It's fantastic. And um we we kinda we worship Van Gogh down here. Baby Einstein. Yes. Do you know what Baby Einstein is? No, I don't think no, so. No, it's like these little like Disney made like baby like puppet show. I 
It's really you should do some research, but I have a lot of nostalgia with them, especially the band the Einstein. Baby Einstein, yeah. Okay, fun. You should check. You should look into it. They have they have a Van Gogh baby they have, Einstein. They have, they have a Van Gogh baby Einstein. Well, I've got to check it out. You've got to okay, check it out. It's like a ghost. I'm excited. And it covers okay. him with Yay. a paintbrush in his mouth. Whoa, <laughs> that's really crazy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Somebody, I'll keep in mind. Yeah. Somebody recently gave me a couple of their baby Einstein DVDs. And I don't know where I placed them. <laughs> Why are gave... people giving you baby oh Einstein? Oh my god! DVDs? I have to because I want to give a shout out. But who gave yeah, me their baby Einstein? They deserve DVDs? a shout out. Was it Ella? Really? Hang on. Honestly, that was. It be actually well... might have been. No, if I'm really? wrong, sorry, Ella, because she's listening to this probably. Yeah, she just gets. It might have been shout from her grandma's house. No, but if 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 you listen to this podcast and you gave me those baby Einsteins and I'm not crediting you right now, please feel free to contact me um, or contact the podcast Instagram even. Please do. And I'll shout you on the Instagram. And you will get a big shout out. We will get you a post on the 70 follower follower Gavin Ruby Gettle Movie podcast Instagram. But anyways, what was I saying? Well, okay, yeah. Talk about a digression. Yeah, but well, we um, love Van Gogh down here. So, yeah. is that what it's saying? And then it, the movie just kind of ends after that. He like goes to the hospital and then he just kind of dies and it ends. Dies. And it's very he has, sudden. Like, an open casket funeral with like yes. and he's surrounded by oh, all yeah, of his art, right. which is really pretty. It is, but really yeah, then it's just kind of done. Like it's that all happens within the last like seven minutes of the yeah, movie. Yes, five seven minutes. So is it a representation of the West killing Van Gogh? But I, I don't see. Maybe it's another capitalism criticism and how like industry. How is that a capitalism? How like industry is ruining them. art. Okay. And I, I don't know. And the genuineness maybe. But that's never really yeah. a theme in the rest of the movie. So that's why I'm a little conflicted about. Yeah, maybe this is a criticism of the ending. I don't yeah. know what it means, and I'm upset. Yeah, because it's a big thing to try to just add on right at the end. Like, yeah. oh, by the way, I think the West is killing art. Like, in the very last but couple minutes. That doesn't even have to be it. I just think it's a little bit... I think it's a little too silly that these kids just come and kill them. Yeah. I think it no, might be a little too silly. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is kind of a short episode. I really no do. We way. have anything else we want to say about this movie? Do I? I feel like I've. What more is there to say? I don't know, but uh, it's it's a really beautiful movie. Great. Direction, it is really good. Great what acting. Rating? Did you? I don't know if we ever gave number ratings. Oh, we will in a second. Uh, okay. The score to this movie. Oh my god! Oh my god, man! That it's so just ethereal and beautiful, yes. and it just oh, it's so good, so it's good, so good. Um, do you have anything else to add before we give our number ratings? I don't think I do. Wow. Okay then. Um, my rating is a nine out of ten, closer to a ten than an eight. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. 
what, what's, I'm closer what, to a 10. Yeah. What's your criticism with the movie, Ruby? I don't have too much of a criticism, to be honest, except the ending. I just felt it was just so, I don't know. It felt like too un. In the, I just don't know. I feel like they just should have done a, done the suicide ending. Yeah. Because that's what I believe, too. And did I, you, I think that he killed himself. Yeah. So. Did you stay a little past the credits? Yes, with the yellow stuff. Yes. I totally forgot about that. Because he paints in that like all yellow room earlier on, and then it circles back to his friend talking about how his favorite color was yellow. Yeah. Which... Which is interesting. This is interesting. To tag on on the very end. And I probably would have missed it, but I think I read about it and I was like, oh, okay. No, no I was skipping past the credits, honestly. The music is <laughs> yeah. beautiful, but I was skipping. Then I saw yellow and I went back and I clicked on it. I was like, I'm glad I clicked on that. That was pretty beautiful. I got a single tear there. Really? I got a single tear. I did not, I did not manage any Scrolled tears. down my one. face. Like singular an one like in action movies when the guy's like sad because his girlfriend died and one tear comes out that's what happened that was you that learning was me. about the color yellow learning about the, <laughs> learning about the color yellow yeah just really brings a tear to your eye really yeah. brings no, a tear I, to my eye i need a good movie to cry to I'm like cried to a movie in forever interesting well, next week. Well, I, this is a good segue, but I do want to okay. get, in, yeah. get in some other things. Let's. Do you have any movie-related things you want to talk about? Because I don't think we're going to do review, review. Um, sadly, we're cutting that. But yeah, these episodes are just getting too long. That's the facts. Even though this episode is pretty short, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I'm long. glad you finally come to terms with. That. I think I am, <laughs> but I also, okay, I'm good. not. I'm not. We're just. No, we're, we're, so we're, close. we're just becoming more concise with our analysis, I think. Yeah, and that's exactly. why they're getting shorter. Um, yeah, that's the end goal to be concise. A, exactly. Um, but yeah, do you have any movie related business you want to talk about? Movie related business? Yeah. Like, like what? Just like, just like generally? Something that's interesting you in the movie world. Like, well, I've been following the Don't Worry, Don't Worry, Darling drama. Oh, so I don't yeah. Know if that's movie related. No, it's movie related. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. All right, you go ahead okay. and introduce the situation to those who aren't aware. Oh, God, I don't know if I can even capture every part of it. But so Olivia Wilde directed this movie called Don't Worry, Darling. Mm-hmm. And okay, correct me if I'm wrong on any part of this because yeah. I've just been gathering this from okay. I watched a video about it this sources. morning. Okay, okay, you're probably more you're probably better set off to do this. Any wait, you describe if okay. you watch a video about this, yes, and then I'll, I'll insert. Okay, so basically, Olivia Wilde directed great movie, five stars, book smart. It's hilarious, fantastic. She's an actress, in case you don't know. And she made this movie called Don't Worry Darling, which is this whole movie about uh, it's not out yet, but I'm assuming it's about feminism and stuff. And it stars Florence Pugh and Mm -hmm. Harry Styles. I'm sorry, but it was originally it was supposed to star famous. uh, Dude, it's not that deep. Um guy Shia LaBeouf who is mm-hmm. actually uh 
a good actor despite how terrible of a person a bad he person is. yeah like honey boy oh my god anything he's acted in i don't think you should watch honey boy at least that movie is really something okay he wrote that movie about himself and he plays his father hey and it, oh, it's okay. really so it's really gonna... really good okay um i'll give it a watch he is a good actor but bad it's, person it, yeah bad person Apparently, because he gets, he likes to, he's a very artful, like, method acting guy. He, apparently, there's, like, an, a, like, a, a, like, scene where uh, Harry Styles slash Shia LaBeouf's character gets mad at Florence Pugh's character. And apparently Shia LaBeouf got way too physical with it and made Florence Pugh feel uncomfortable. So, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're cutting out a little bit. Um, but yeah. Okay. Anyways, Olivia Wilde said in an interview that Shia LaBeouf was kicked out of the movie, and was replaced with Harry Styles. But then Shia LaBeouf fought back. He leaked texts and videos from yes, um, Olivia Wilde asking Shia LaBeouf to come back, and that quote-unquote, Miss Flo, Florence Pugh, was overreacting, basically, at his physical, like, abuse. Right. Which is crazy, and Florence Pugh hasn't been tweeting about it, and Olivia, it's, everything's been a little hush-hush. And, Harry Styles replaced Shia LaBeouf, and he can't act. He's terrible. He's really, really bad. Oh, he's so bad. He's His so press awful. is so funny too. Did you hear what he said in response to that one like interview question? No, he was what like, was it? My favorite part about this movie is that it's like a movie. It's like the type of thing you go to a theater and you watch the movie. Like I'm not you have to look this up. It's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It's like His t- responses to this interview's questions are so awful. Yeah, I kind of understand that. It's like, oh yeah, you're going back to the movies, but you you kind of already did that with um Spider-Man yeah, No Way Home. I'm... That's going back to the movies, brother. Um... Truth, truth. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's oh, what's the guy? He's with this other guy, and I can't remember his name. He's really important, but I don't remember his name. His he gives such like sophisticated like in-depth answers and then harry's are just so but i'm kind of a fan honestly because it's i don't know it's like comedic relief and i have nothing against harry styles personally before yeah, neither ella but actually at me but actually you know what so olivia wilde was yeah. dating jason sudeikis oh right yeah this is a whole famous cool layer. guy and then mm-hmm. she cheated on him with harry styles allegedly yeah. allegedly Allegedly, and now they're getting divorced, and now Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are together, which is weird because or are they? Or are they? they Seems like I don't even know. At a point, I don't even know either. Yeah, Gavin and Ruby go to a movie is your hot spot for all your latest Hollywood news. Yeah, forget TMZ. All you need is G and R. Yeah, G and R. (laughs) G A R Gar. Um, welcome back groovy nation we have your hollywood news that no um but i think it's pretty messed up if if the allegations quote unquote are true 
I think it is pretty messed up what Olivia Wilde's doing. And oh, yeah. I love Florence Pugh. It's definitely Pugh. messed up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to go see this movie probably, and it's going to be terrible. And oh, yeah. Everyone hates it. Everyone's yeah, hating course. on it. It's been getting terrible reviews. But I'll go see it. Um, Olivia Wilde, boo. 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 Florence if you did what you did. Yes. Yes. Shia LaBeouf, uh, just don't abuse people, please. Yeah, come on. Keep acting good. Just don't abuse people. Yeah, words. Yeah. He's definitely listening to this right now. Right. Oh, yeah. He's going to shift his ways after listening to this. Any other movie news you want to talk about? Oh, actually. Ooh, the timer's running out on, on our Zoom call. But I, I do oh, want to talk about Disney is holding their press conference, D23, where they talk about their future plans. And oh, okay. they announced <clears throat> Mufasa, the Lion King, a prequel no to the CGI Lion King movie. Oh, my God. No way. I haven't heard about that at all. I am so I am flaming. And you know who directed it? You haven't you probably haven't even seen this movie. You know who directed it? Uh, probably not. The who? guy who did Moonlight. I know that movie actually. Violet you know that, that movie. To me. Oh. Yeah. It's an Oscar winner. It's best it won Best Picture movie. Yeah, I need to I am aware of it and I need to Oh see my it. god. That's why is he Oh, Why? interesting. In the seat, Why uh, would you do that? I don't know. Lion King is so good and anything. No, I just no, don't want not. anyone to touch it. No, it's not. What? Lion Whoa. King live action? CGI? Uh, I'm a little. I don't like Lion King? Wait, okay. Do you like the Lion King CGI one? Have I, I don't know if I've even seen that. The 2019 I, one? Oh, no, no, I have. I saw that in theaters. What did you I think? Cried. I feel like I remember liking it. I hated it. I fell asleep five times. Really? That's the most I mean, I've ever fallen asleep it... at the theater. It's like two hours. It's so boring. Really? Are I saw it with my cousins I... in Canada. I might be thinking of the wrong thing. I saw Lion King in a the theater, and I feel like it was in 2019. <sighs> but Dude, I that movie is sense, awful. So... And the original... Really? cartoon in my opinion five out of ten. Five out of ten five out of ten and i love disney i'm a huge disney fan but once yeah. you once the first act ends there is nothing left that's interesting about the movie so that's half the movie half the movie is perfect mm-hmm. then the other half of the movie is bad except for the maybe the when mufasa comes up in the stars that's cool yeah no, I do see what you're saying. The first part definitely is the best. Yeah. So also, white people. Ten is harsh. Ugh, so true. Yeah, Matthew Broderick is really bad in that movie. Really? Oh, uh, well. I've It's been a while. I've been behind on my Disney movies. I need to rewatch and rank them. Maybe. I, I, I tried to do that, and then I got lazy. So now I just, I just watch the old ones from now and again, and I'm like, oh, I'll log it. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm mad. Yes. This is stupid. Disney that is really stupid. I don't understand Disney. Maybe in the coming weeks, we'll talk about more. 
well let's bring the segment back we'll do we'll do movie news ruby news yeah, okay, that's groovy good. news i don't even know Whoa. for the groovy nation we gotta news? we gotta keep okay, them updated good, actually yeah we gotta yeah, keep them for updated. sure stay in the loop um but yeah that's about it for this episode um hope you enjoyed yes. a lot uh remember uh write us five stars on um wherever you're listening to this too if if you're if you have apple podcasts give a review as well write us five stars yes maybe we'll give you a little shout shouty out we only have one person and their username is like three eight so five yes. seven four three whatever well shout out to but them shout out to them five, you're chilling man i don't know who you are you're the best. but you're living nope, your life but... and you're living Wait, are good. we talking about we're doing for next episode yeah that's what we're about we're about to do so in okay, case you it missed sounds it like you're about to sign off okay yeah yeah in case you missed it next episode we will be having the one and only california now uh <laughs> trip carrington who many of yes. you if you're, if you're from these parts uh you guys know trip carrington my good friend ruby's brother's good friend yes um and he's gonna come on the pod and we're it's good we're gonna do a three movies this time uh yeah his trip suggestion for a longer episode for sure yes yes trip suggestion is um <laughs> trip suggestion is i can't even remember Isn't it the like name. control or something wait I no it's contact it's contact contact Yes. Contact directed by Robert Zemeckis. Um, okay. So, yeah, stay tuned for Contact. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trip. But... He already made you. Gavin already made Trip reject. He like rejected his first recommendation. I did, which was Scream. Because in October yes. we're gonna have we're gonna be having Spooky Month. Um, yeah, I'm a little horrified. Of- that but yeah it's okay it'll toughen me up i guess yeah so trip's recommendation is contact directed by robert yes. zemeckis ruby what's your recommendation you have the old movie this yes week. mine is um paris texas which i'm surprised neither of you have seen i thought that one was like pretty popular no i haven't seen paris texas i've been meaning to for a while yes but i'm well, very exci- my- i'm very sad yeah. to watch it okay yes what's your recommendation my recommendation is a superhero movie interesting okay it's called well if you can i don't know i don't know because you have to buy something it's called watchmen okay it's based off a graphic novel which i'm reading right now Um, okay oh i saw that in your be real is that the one i was in yes no way. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm reading that right now. Um, I'm gonna try if you can, and I'm gonna try this too. I'm gonna try and watch the director's cut of this movie. Um, okay. There's 20 minutes of added content that I haven't seen. It's three hours. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, okay. it's a little torturous, and it's a very okay. complicated movie. Um, but okay. From what I remember. No I watched it a couple months ago. It's good. Okay. It's a good movie. Okay. It's directed by Zack Snyder, who also did um, Justice League and Batman versus Superman, which are both terrible. This is probably his best movie. Uh, 
Okay. And it's sad because the graphic novel is so much better. But yeah, that's my recommendation. So okay. that's all three recs for next episode. Get excited. Get because. excited. It's Share the good. podcast with your friends and family. Um, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Groovy Nash. Uh, Thank you, Groovy Nash. You're the best. You're the best. Uh, our our um social media that we're promoting will be in the in the bio the not bio the description of the episode timestamps of course everything and that's about it yes au revoir au revoir au revoir au revoir au revoir